This is the Blaze Radio On Demand. You're listening to the Church Boys Freefall Q&A. It's Billy Hollowell here with Chris Field. And, you know, we've got Aaron Klein on the line. Aaron, how you doing? Well, not too bad. So you know, we've we've covered your story quite a bit lately. In fact, we've done a number of stories. Uh, for those of you who don't know, Aaron and his wife, Melissa, uh, the former owners of Sweet Cakes by Melissa, a bakery out in Oregon, who have been fined $135,000 after declining um, making a cake for a lesbian wedding. Now, the last couple stories we did, there was there was a story that was circulating about you guys that ended up not being true, and that was the fact that, or the claim that you were... Uh, fined for releasing the address of the couple. And we dealt with that in a fact check and, and dismissed that and explained that you were really fined for the refusal and um, what the government called unlawful discrimination, not for uh, releasing an address on Facebook. Um, but I wanted to talk with you because I know one of the things, and I was looking back to, to 2000 and, uh, not 2011, 2013, when we had first started covering what happened uh, to you and your wife and how there was a big sort of uproar and people were sending you guys emails and calling you guys. You got an email the other day, um, and it was kind of a little bit threatening. What can you tell me about that? Well, that was uh, yeah, just the other evening. Um, this isn't the first one we've gotten like this, and I I would probably venture to say it won't be the last. Um, you know, just somebody emails and says that uh, they they have a right to to kill me, kill my wife, kill my family because uh, you know they all have been called bigots, we've been called all kinds of things, and of course uh, you kind of know what's gone on with uh, FRC back in 2013. They were called a hate group by CNN, and uh, didn't take long for somebody to pick up on that, walk in the front door, and start shooting the place up. You know, um, but yeah, I get an email that says that. God told somebody that uh, we must die for our sins, and they know where we live, and they're coming soon. Don't fall asleep. And what did you guys, I mean, what did you end up doing? Did you alert the authorities about that? Uh, yeah, I always turn it over to the authorities, and the reason for that is, um, you know, these things, although not always um not not always something to necessarily worry about, but if you do get that fringe person that is doing something, at least there is a, a trail of evidence that leads up to an incident, to a, to a problem. But, I mean, nonetheless, it is disturbing to get any of those, um, whether you find them viable or not. Well, and you guys have five kids. I mean, you have five kids, too, and I, would, I know you have young young kids ranging up. How old is your oldest uh, kid? I, I have a uh, 16-year-old daughter. Um, let's see, we got a 13-year-old son, a 9-year-old son, and then we have 3-year-old twin boys. So, I mean, you've got five kids. So when somebody, even if it's not a legit, and how do you know? I mean, even if it's not a legitimate threat, I guess, you know, and, and then, Chris, I'll let you weigh in if you want. But one of the things about this that I think is, is so crazy, and I know that the two women, uh, the, the lesbian couple in this case, they claim that they also had threats against them at one point as a result of, of this. What's interesting to me, regardless of where you stand on these issues, why? Why does why do people resort to that sort of thing? Not just the threats, but the nasty. I mean, you guys, I'm looking at some emails in front of me. Uh, you guys were called some pretty awful names in some of the initial emails that were sent to you by people who were upset um, over the case. Why do you think people react that way? Instead of just disagreeing and saying, you know, we're going to disagree on this, 
why do people threaten and send these awful emails and take it to this, I think, unnecessary level? I'm, I'm kind of confused about it. You see, by, by, my, by my standard of living, by my faith, the way I operate, I would say that I can totally disagree with somebody and vehemently disagree with them, but that never gives me the right to get crass, to get absolutely rude, and if I certainly I never, ever would think to threaten violence against somebody because they don't believe the way I do. That, that, I mean, that flies in the face of everything that we stand for in this country. Yeah, no, absolutely. So absolutely. So now, Aaron, the the police or the authorities or whoever you've given this this latest threat to, and I'm sure you've received several. Um, yes, Billy, the answer to your question is yes. This is, <laughs> this is us being professional broadcasters, Aaron. Aaron, he's texting me, and now I'm incapable of doing. I'm barely capable of doing one thing at once, and now Billy's going to send me texts while I'm trying to ask you a very thoughtful and intriguing and Aaron know, I was I was like question. Christian did you hit record I want to make sure we're recording our podcast <laughs> okay. today <laughs> anyway so this is see this is what I deal with Aaron you get the you get the nice kind Billy in the emails and phone calls <laughs> this is what I get to deal with so let me ask you now this is the the most recent letter the one that Billy had read to me and, and prompted the phone call that we've that we're having now you've given to the to the authorities I assume to the police and they're being just totally reactive on it. I mean, it's not it's not a matter of, hey, we're going to look into this and, you know, go knock on this guy's door and say, hey, what are you, what are you up to? It's going to be, hey, you know what? If we wind up with a dead body or a blown up storefront, um, now at least we have a paper trail on it. Is that what they're saying? That, that can't, that's the way it works. Um, like I say, this is a situation. When this first took place, when this first started happening, when we were, you know, the, the shop was in Gresham, Oregon, um, I, I had a couple of police officers come out and I talked to them and what they said is there's nothing we can do. The guy actually told me, he, he flat out told me, he said, get a gun. That's what he told me. And so that's, that's as far as they can go with this. Now, the, 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 that's not something you want to have to deal with. And especially some of these things I've gotten, you know, um, I, I've gotten people saying, I'm watching you, I, I know where you live, and, you know, and, and you have to leave your house sometime, and your kids will be there. I'm going, well, now you're not just threatening me, you're threatening my kids, you know, and there's nothing that the police can actually, I mean, and their hands are tied on this, so, because it, it's that whole thing of free speech, but it, at the same time, it's like, well, you're threatening somebody, but you, you know? can't. But you can't, you can't legally threaten someone's life, can you? I mean, like, with specific threats... Of I know where you live and I'm going to kill you or I'm going to blow up your store or your home, which is what this latest threat was. They can't do anything on that. They can't say you actually threatened violence against someone. You've actually threatened to blow something up. Uh, that seems to me like okay, there's the offense has happened. Now we can follow this paper trail. Well, we we have yeah, and we have a we unfortunately have a situation where you have to have. You have to have the want, you have to have a motive, you have to have the means, you have to have the capability. You know, I mean, we have all these things that come into play. thing is, all that can transpire without the police actually knowing what's going on, right. obviously, because they're not everywhere at once. So one of these things could become an issue, um, you know, so that that's where it becomes unnerving. Uh, the police told me I can take a report. That's as far as I can go with it at this time. I have had FBI officers and agents uh, in contact with me. We actually turned some of these things over to them in the past. But I don't know that it ever went anywhere because I never got a contact. What I have is I have an email address and I have a name. Well, that could come from anywhere in this country unless you have the means to actually track down what server it came through and where it came from. So the, right. he and, so the, headline, I mean, what, to, so the headline to this story is, 
you can court a threat. We're going to kill you or your family or blow up your store or your home. We actually intend to blow it up. And the police response is, get a gun. That's, that's what I was told, yeah. Okay. Aaron, one, one other thing, and the reason that the, I think this is important and, why, and one other reason why we're calling you, I think it was either last year or the year before when I talked to you and Melissa and you told me um, I was working on a story that your truck or your van on your property, and I remember we did a story on this, was vandalized. Is that correct? On your home property, not at the shop. Yeah, this was at our home, and we live in a, a very rural area uh, out in the woods, actually. Um, address is kind of hard to find. In fact, we've had to have uh, dial 911 for an incident we had with our son here not too long ago, and uh, they had a heck of a time finding us. So for, uh, for you know, um, somebody to come out and break into my vehicle, not once, but twice, in my driveway, it was intentional. This was not a random thing, especially when my other vehicle was sitting unlocked with my wife's purse sitting on the seat, and that vehicle was not touched. Only the vehicle that said sweet kicks by Melissa on the side was touched. Good grief. What did they do to it? Ransacked the vehicle, tore everything out of it, left doors open, punched the lock on it. Um, from what, what I can tell, nothing was taken. So it, it was more of a, I'm, I'm trying to instill fear than anything is what it would appear to be. Not unlike what happened at the uh, Chick-fil-A in Texas here not too long ago. So what did the authorities do when they went with, with this incident of your van getting trashed? Um, well, it's actually, it's an excursion. But, yeah, it, they, the second time it happened, I was told that we are going to record this. If you can put up some sort of a camera, something to catch them in the act, we will actually turn it over to our hate crimes unit. Good grief. That's, wow. That's encouraging, right? Well, it, it's encouraging in that uh, apparently it is a hate crime to come after a, a, a Christian in, in my county, but um, <laughs> it, as a whole, as a nation, that doesn't seem to be the case. <laughs> well, listen, Aaron, uh, we appreciate you taking the time to talk with us, and uh, you know, I, I think actually, you know, the last thing I was just going to ask is how how has all of this? Because every time I I interview you, you seem pretty calm about everything. How is all of this, like the threats and the emails, has that affected you guys, you you and Melissa and the kids, or I mean? What's the impact of that, if any? Well, I mean, there's a lot that comes into play here, and there are some things that get my hackles up. Um, there's been once or twice where we have left, um, and, and, you know, my 16-year-old daughter's here at home, and she's told me that people pulled up the driveway. In fact, the other day, my mother-in-law was watching my boys, and they came up my driveway, asked where their parents were, and my son said, they're not home. Of course, she asked, how did you get this address? She goes, I found it online. So... If somebody wants to come out to my place, they can come out to my place. If they mean me harm, well, then I've got a problem. Um, you know, so that, that gets my hackles up. However, I trust in God. I, I, I trust in the fact that he is going to see this through. And I honestly, I think that somebody would be hard-pressed to do something to my family, to myself, that they would absolutely kill the momentum that the homosexual agenda has really been pushing for this whole time. Yeah, well, I I would I would echo the police's advice about a gun. I would also add to it get bazookas, tanks, and landmines as well. <laughs> but that's just what me. is wrong with you? <laughs> <laughs> well, listen, we listen, Aaron, We appreciate your time, and um, I'm sure we'll be talking sometime soon. All right. Well, thanks for talking to me. Thanks, Aaron. Have a good one. All right. You too. Bye bye. <laughs>